Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host. I'm your host, Sean T. And I am very excited to be here today. And before I say anything else, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever been sitting around after a workout? Or maybe it's somebody out there who doesn't work out at all. And you just feel a tremendous amount of pain in one part of your body. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Well, I think I have the perfect person today to talk to us, help us out, maybe give us some tips. And I know firsthand that this man is magical because Scott had a lot of problems with his back. And I found our guest on social media, just scrolling through Instagram. And it was a very clever and creative page that I came across. And I was really excited to find Dr. Z. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dr. Z. What's yes, sir. Up? How are you? How are you, Sean? Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Um, first of all, Scott's amazing. And I'm very happy that I was able to help him. You know, I know he's been dealing with back pain for some time. So we did a, you know, like a few treatments, you know, a Skype treatments, FaceTime. And he he's very diligent. So it makes it very simple, you know, which a lot of patients, they don't always do their homework. So that makes it more challenging. But He's been terrific, and I'm glad he feels better. So thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Speaking of challenging, let's get right into it. Um, Sure. Well, first of all, tell people about yourself. You know, where'd you go to school? How'd you get to where you are today? And then I'll get to my next questions. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So I'm originally from the Washington, D.C. area. I came down to Florida to go to the University of Florida, go Gators. And, you know, I've been an athlete my whole life, from swimming to track to football, um, powerlifting. And so I've dealt with a litany of injuries. And when I was in school, after I quit football, I was going to be a dentist. I was, I was positive because, you know, I love to help people. I'm good at science. You know, I don't know. Dentists, they make work. You know, they make good, good, a good living. So, but then I hurt myself really badly. I was squatting in the, in the student gym about, you know, six, six plates, you know, 585. Whoa. And I had a terrible spot 
this guy pushed my back, my hips forward. So essentially taking that that normal lordotic curve out of my back and all that weight collapsed on me, okay? Thank God I had the, uh, you know, those safety bars because that weight came down, the weight shot to the side and I basically was collapsed on the floor. They had to carry me out. Went to the hospital, they shot me with all kinds of stuff and like my back was, I was in excruciating pain, okay? One of the guys I used to play football with was like, listen, I'm gonna take you to a chiropractor um, he's going to help you. I'm like, right now you can take me to a wizard. I don't even care. I was like, I just need to feel better. And um, so, you know, I got some adjustments. It took my pain level from like what felt to be like a 12 out of 10 to like a six or a seven, five. And to be honest, Sean, my back was like that throughout school. I went to Cairo school first and then I did a diplomat in physical therapy and I'll kind of, you know, get to that. But basically... It, it wasn't handling my back pain enough. I still had back pain every year. My back pain was always around a four or five or a six. And then once or twice a year, my back would go out. I couldn't squat like I wanted to. I couldn't deadlift. I couldn't run like I wanted to. Sitting in a chair for over 30 minutes. Right now, I'm sitting on a, a stool. Totally impossible. Not possible um, probably 15 years ago. you know. And so I knew that I needed to change what I was doing. So I've also separated my shoulder. I have labral tears. I have meniscus tears, you know, from football, lifting other sports. And so, you know, I guess the best thing I can tell you is I've had such an array of injuries that I have a very good understanding of pain, right? Mm -hmm. Specifically chronic pain, which, you know, 80% of Americans will experience low back pain at some point in their lifetime, okay? That's hundreds of millions of people. Now, there's varying degrees of it, you know, mild pain that you get after you sit for a long period of time, people where they throw their back out and they're completely incapacitated, you know, like I was. And so I had adjustments and things, and it just it didn't seem to get better. So I knew that I had to change how I practiced because how can I tell you I can help you if I can't help myself, right? So I did a diplomat in physical therapy. I studied more corrective exercise. I studied how you can change ADLs. ADLs are activities of daily living. So how you sit, how you sleep, what you eat, um, how you play sports, what you do before you play sports, what you do after you play sports or exercise. And really, that's the meat and potatoes, right? So there's 168 hours in a week. This is what I always tell my patients. If I see you for two of those hours, which is usually like a standard treatment plan, what you do the other 166 is crucial. This is a teamwork thing. Mm -hmm. So my job as a doc is to empower you to be independent for me, okay? I want you to do this on your own because for a multitude of reasons. Number one, we're going to be more successful to get you better. Number two, if I'm doing my job, I shouldn't see you for your entire lifetime, personally, okay? Now, you might have other things. There's patients that I've treated for literally 20 different things. You know, plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, patellar tendonitis, back pain, neck pain, headaches, TMJ, sprained thumb, dislocated ankle, you know, so, and I, and I love that part of my job. It keeps, it keeps it interesting. You know, it's like a puzzle. 
Like, how can I figure out how to get you well? You know? And so when I finally stopped having pain, which I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think it was possible. I'm 27, 28 years old, and I still have pain. I can't sit through a movie, Sean, okay? I can't drive longer than 30 minutes without getting out like I'm 90 years old. I'm 40 now, okay? And my back pain is literally non-existent. In the gym, without a belt, I don't mean this in a bragging way, but I'm pulling over 700 pounds off the ground, okay? And I'm 40 where when I was 20 and 30 pounds heavier, I might pull six, but then my back is destroyed for like a week or two weeks. And there's so many factors that are a part of that. How strong is your core? What's your warm-up like? How do you stretch after? And those are the types of things that I want to address. So when I tell people I'm going to help you get out of pain, people are like, okay, what, what drugs do I take, right? Or what Cairo should I see? Or what one exercise should I do? <clears throat> and the thing is, it's not that simple. It's also very, <clears throat> very basic in the sense that you just have to change what you do as a daily routine, <clears throat> what you do before you work out, what you do after foam rolling, stretching, sleeping. So that's really what I wanted to touch upon, but that's kind of how I got here. And that's how my practice has evolved over the last 14, 15 years. Why don't you think people do these things, these preventative measures before they get injured? People Google, not that Google is a great thing to do for your injuries or pain, but people Google, people, you know, they ask their doctor who's a friend and all this stuff, but there's a lack of action to be taken a lot of times. And so in your practice, have you, and over time of being a, a doctor, what do you think causes people to not take that first step to take the action to have to take those preventative measures? Because it takes effort, Sean, you know, like it's not easy. It's, it's a lot easier to just, you've had a long work day, right? You, you throw some, some workouts on by Sean T, right? You do your workout, you feel like you're productive. And now what you want to do is just relax, maybe have some dinner, sit on your couch, like doing other things, stretching, foam rolling, changing how you sleep, like you're changing habits. It's hard for people to make change. As you know, I mean, you, you've changed thousands, millions of bodies in your, in your career, you know, and to get someone to make a change like that, a lifestyle change, it generally takes something catastrophic to occur or something life-changing. So they throw out their back, you know, they, um, wake up with severe neck pain or they're they're you know they have texting neck and now they're getting chronic headaches and they can't sleep because now it's altered their life now it's made their life more inconvenient mm. okay excuse me it's the same way going back to dentistry people aren't inclined to like floss but if they start getting cavities all of a sudden they're like whoa you know i had to get a crown or i had to have this removed or i was in you know I had a root canal. It was the worst thing of my life. I'm going to floss every day. You got to floss, right? They're all fired up, at least for a short period of time until you make the change. And it's now, it's an integral part of your life. Okay. So what I always tell people is if everybody did what they were supposed to do, I'd be out of business, right? (laughs) 
Yes, I said the same thing. <laughs> right? It, it's just it's not easy, man. Like, you know, it's not like it's Friday night, you had a long day. You know, you, your friends want to go to happy hour, you want to sit there and like, oh, oh, sorry, Cheryl, I got to stretch real quick, you know, before I come out. There are I'm a foam roll because I, you know, I just worked out in the gym. And also like people like to sleep on their stomach, you know. They like to sit on the couch for hours and watch their favorite Netflix things. They don't want to sit in an upright position or maybe maybe lay on their side. I mean, these are all things that feel tedious until you have to. Right? I think that was the next that was the kind of the next thing I wanted to get at because I'm just a big believer, especially when it comes to fitness. Uh-huh. I don't like to well. Now, before I say this, I created a workout <laughs> called Insanity. So I know that I'm, I want people to jump into a hardcore and dig deep sure, and basically sure. destroy themselves to, to find motivation and consistency. However, as I got older, I've gotten older. My body starts to hurt. I think that there is a way to get people to start easy and you know, you talk about the back. There's a lot of people I know that have knee issues. A lot of that comes from full disclosure comes from just having too much weight on their bodies or just being sure. weak from inactivity. So you think, like, oh, I have knee issues. I can't work out. If you can pinpoint three of the major issues of a person that has not have not come to you, right? They haven't come to your office. They're, they're out there somewhere. You know that six out of 10 people are probably experiencing this in a year. What are those three things that you say people are experiencing? And what is the, like the one thing they can do to help prevent further pain? Before I say these three things, let me just explain one concept that will really help people wrap their head around why these things are important, okay? And basically what that is is, that the human body has areas of stability and mobility. There are regions of your body that are supposed to be mobile and then regions that are supposed to be stable. For instance, I'm going to start from the bottom and work your work the way all the way up. It's your ankle. It's supposed to be mobile. Your knees are supposed to be stable. Your hip is mobile. Your lumbar spine is stable. Your thoracic spine is mobile. Your upper thoracic is stable. Your neck is mobile. So if you see, it flip-flops. Mm -hmm. So here's the problem. We sit. Most Americans, according to a, a study by Vanderbilt, sit seven to eight hours minimum a day of the 24. Okay? The rest of the time, they're sleeping. They probably sit more. It's probably closer to 10. Okay? So they sleep seven to eight. They sit the rest of the time. Maybe they work out for 30 to an hour, okay? So more than half of your day is really stagnant, okay? So what occurs is your hips get tight, your ankles lose mobility, um, your thoracic spine gets stiff. That's why like, you get out of a chair and you just feel stiff. So because that happens, it makes your areas that are supposed to be stable, your upper neck, your back, it makes them now unstable. It makes them susceptible to injury. So when people, you know, they're putting on their shoe and they like throw out their back and they don't know why. I'm like, well, you sit in a chair for seven to 10 hours a day, you never stretch and your hips have become so immobile that now your spine has to become more 
more <clears throat> unstable to allow for, for movement. Now you throw in exercise, people want to go play tennis. They want to go do insanity. They want to do what, whatever, whatever it is, but their ankles move like trash, okay? Mm. So that makes their knee hurt, okay? Their hips move like trash. They're trying to bend down to do something. Now their spine can't move. It's not stable enough to sustain it, and now they throw out their back doing that. So the three things that I would say, number one is to sleep better, okay? Because you're sleeping anywhere from, you know, 56 to 63, whatever, whatever the amount of hours you're sleeping a week out of the 168. So that's a very large period of time that people are potentially doing the wrong thing, okay? So... In my opinion, sleeping on your back with pillows underneath your knees, a pillow under, let's say you have a bad shoulder, put a pillow under that arm, a flat pillow underneath your head, so not one that tilts your head up, that's the number one best way. Now, that's for all my stomach sleepers out there, they're freaking out, just just calm down, take a deep (laughs) breath, okay? So for my stomach sleepers, usually the best transition is to sleep on your side with a pillow between your legs, usually like a a king size or a body pillow, and then a relatively supportive pillow for your head. Now, if you have to sleep on your stomach, okay, what you should do is put a pillow underneath your belly to prevent um, that hyperextension. So I'm going to show you a real quick demonstration. It'll make sense. Can you see this, Sean? Yes, yes. Okay, cool. All right. So here's, here's the lumbar spine. So just focus on this. If you sleep on your stomach, your spine looks like this. Mm-hmm. So see how it's all, this is called hyperextension. So this makes all of this really tight. So if I sleep like this, usually, especially my female patients, they sleep with like one leg up, like a spider monkey, you know, like on their stomach here. And so now they have one hip up, their back's extended, and they wake up and they're like, I don't know why my back's sore. I'm like, well, for 60 hours a week, you're sleeping on your stomach and you're shortening all these muscles here. Now you want to go do spin. I'm sitting in spin and I'm doing this. I sit in my car. I'm doing this. So I'm just reinforcing this terrible posture over and over and over. And then maybe you stretch for like 10 minutes. You're not going to win, right? You see your chiropractor for five minutes. <laughs> you're not going to win. Okay. So, all right. So if I put a pillow underneath my stomach, at least now I'm creating a little bit of, of extension or flexion rather. Now, if I sleep on my side and there's no pillow between my legs, it looks like this. Okay. Put a pillow between my legs like that. If I'm on my back, my legs are straight. It's kind of like this. If I put pillows underneath my knees, it's open like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's that's like my number one thing that I always go over with patients. Okay. Now, the number two thing will be <clears throat> make sure you do a dynamic warm up before you exercise. And what I what I mean by dynamic is <clears throat> inchworms, walking lunges, um, shoulder cars. Um riding a bike, whatever, okay? Something really low impact that can create motion. And then after you work out, to do static stretching. 
So your generic, you know, my legs up on, I'm stretching my hamstrings, I stretch my piriformis, the major three. People are like, why should I stretch? Why do I need to warm up? And here's why. Number one, you're not 18 anymore, okay? Facts. Some of y'all, some of y'all I mean, look, Sean, you look 18, that's fine, okay? But, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but what Dr. I'm saying Z. is like, but, but how, how, you, how your body chronologically, it's not that. So with every decade you go, your body becomes less pliable, okay? So think about a rubber band, like when you get it out of a bag, it's fresh, brand new rubber band. That thing has so much elasticity and it's just ready to roll. That's you when you're 18, okay? And then when you're like 20 to 30, ah, it's, it's got some bounce back, but it's not quite the same. 30 to 40, a little bit less, 40 to 50, 50 to 60. Now it starts to fray. It's, it's kind of rigid. Um, you have to warm it up before you use it, okay? You got to basically, you know, I usually use meat as a thing, but we might have some vegans and like, that's not, you know, that's not a good thing. So we're going to use a rubber band. So, so rubber band is a better, you know, analogy, but basically you just have to give your body a little more loving before you do whatever it is. And I promise you it will work better. And then when you're done, make sure you keep that elasticity. So what you're just trying to do is maintain the mobility. The areas that are supposed to be mobile, your ankles, your hips, your thoracic spine, keep them mobile. Use exercise to strengthen the stable areas, your back, you know, your knees, um, your upper back, those types of things. And then your body as a whole will be stronger. You'll have less pain. So that goes with sleeping <clears throat> and foam rolling. Um, the third part is, is basically myofascial release, okay? So... Do you foam roll? Do you use a lacrosse ball? Do you use a trigger point thing? Do you get active release? Do you get massage? Do you, you know, but these are things that you can do at home if you use a foam roller or a lacrosse ball. It's one of the easiest things. And what, what you're trying to do, they all overlap, is you're just trying to maintain pliability of your tissue. So if your tissue moves like it's supposed to, you'll have less pain, less inflammation. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I want you to talk about the, the length of time it took you to be pain-free. And the reason why, because just like fitness, pain relief, yeah. you know, people walk into your office, they want almost like immediate results. They wish they could, you know, drink that South Beach diet and be super ripped. But, Absolutely. you know, how long did it take? Because I think people need to have patience. And then the second part of that question is, sure, can you move while you're becoming pain-free? Because there's a lot of people out there that's like, well, I'm injured. I can't do it. And then they, they use that as an excuse to kind of, quote, unquote, let themselves go when, you know, I think that there can be action taken toward getting better while you're becoming pain-free. But I'll let you go there. No, absolutely. So that's a great question. Um, so I initially hurt myself at 19 and from 19 to 
27, it was kind of me trying to figure out how to fix myself. So I was doing things wrong a long time and I'm an educated professional. Okay. Once I figured it out, it honestly went fairly quickly. So the best way to answer that is I can use patients. For instance, I had a patient, um, or even Scott, for instance, okay? Like Scott has had back pain since he was real, real young. He's been an athlete his whole life. He always had pain when he would stand, okay? And so all we did was change like a postural thing. And then all of a sudden his pain, it's not like gone completely, but he can last longer standing. It doesn't bother him as much. His pain level has reduced. So sometimes the pain, the change can be fairly immediate. It really depends on your pain, okay? But yes, you do need some patience. And the reason is you're trying to learn how to move better. You're, you're making changes. It's, it's not like you go to the dentist and you can just remove a cavity and then you're good to go, okay? If you have, let's say, knee pain, millions of Americans have knee pain. If you have patellar tendonitis, excuse me, you have to change the amount of tension you have on your quad. Your quad is pulling on your patella, te- your, your femoral tendon, which pulls on your patella, which pulls on your patella tendon. Your ankle probably moves like trash. You don't, you don't have a good gait. Your glutes are weak. Your hamstrings um, are too weak and you're quad dominant. So now you have this issue. You probably cross your legs all the time, sit crisscross applesauce. You have to make a a variety of changes to cause permanent change. So it can go fast if you're very compliant. It's just hard for people to make that change. And then, you know, as far as can you move with pain? Absolutely. And that's the biggest thing is I have people that come in my office. Okay. For instance, I had a woman that left today. She's had terrible um, piriformis syndrome for at least nine years. So her son is eight years old. She got it in the second or third trimester. She's been to orthos, neuros. She's had surgical consults. She's had MRIs on her hip, her back. When I tell you, Sean, she came to my office, she was like this. She's like, you're not going to help me. So I don't, I don't know why. So today's like her fifth or fourth visit, fourth or fifth visit. Okay. Um, she's like, you're not going to help me. So I don't really know why I'm here, but my friend Barbara made me come. So I guess I'll listen. And within 20 seconds, I knew exactly what was wrong. I said, you have piriformis syndrome. She's like, I never heard of that before. I said, well, that's what you have. So basically she had pain in her glute. It stopped mid-thigh. It started when she's in her third trimester. So she's a petite woman. You know, you have added anterior weight. She's in extension. She stopped working out. She stopped stretching. So piriformis syndrome for listeners basically is when the sciatic nerve will go through your piriformis muscle and it will contract and it basically grabs a hold of that nerve and it causes searing, sharp pain, almost debilitating sometimes. She couldn't sleep. Sean, she didn't sleep a whole night for the last, I guess, at least eight, seven or eight years, okay? Visit two, she slept through the night, and I swear she said, (laughs) she's like, I don't want you to touch me because I don't want you to undo, I don't know what you did. (laughs) Like like as if it was like some kind of magical trick or like I'm like a wizard and I want to undo the potion. And I said, listen, that's not what this is. 
you know. But my point with the movement is she was afraid to work out. She was afraid to walk. She was afraid to do anything. She was afraid to go to like any parties where she had to walk around a park or do anything active, do stuff with her kids because she didn't want to make her problem worse. And it was more from a lack of understanding. So the important part is if you go to a professional who understands how human body mechanics work, if they're doing the right thing, they're going to encourage you to move, but in a safe way. So you absolutely can, can still exercise or work out if you're injured. But obviously there's a caveat to that. What's your injury? What makes it worse? And you can always circumvent it. That's why patients come to my office is because they're, they're active, right? They want to stay active, but not hurt themselves anymore, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. I want to try and get some Q&A. I think we have one question in here. There you are. Hey, Kathy, good to see you. Hey, Sean. It's good to see you again. <laughs> all right, we have, and there's Hi, Dr. Dr. Z. Z. Um, all right, we, we see you have a question up here. Love it. You want to ask it. Um, you want to read it and ask sure. Dr. Um, Z. The question I put in was, how do you deal with chronic neuropathic pain? Uh, I've been dealing with uh, post-COVID stuff since March of 2020, and it's one thing to deal with the pain that I feel after an insanity workout, which I have not done for a really long time um, <laughs> because of post-COVID. But you know, it, the, the chronic stuff is just something I've had a real tough time dealing with, and that's why I decided to join this tonight. Okay, that's a that's a great question. Now, can I ask you some specifics? Sure. Um, where is the pain, the neuropathic pain? Mostly my back, um, and it's more like a surface sort of, almost like a sunburn, and also my feet. So on your feet, and then in the middle of your back? Kind of more you- my upper back, to be honest. Would you say here, or, or, or a little kind bit of lower? A little bit lower. Okay. How often are you on a computer or in front of a, you know, anything where I'm typing, anything like that? Virtually every day. Okay. Okay. Um, how often are you on your cell phone? Um, way too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So what is your desk set up like when you're, when you're, when you're on the computer? What, um, I do have a footrest. Um, I do have a chair with, you know, back support, Um, but I'll also be honest, you know, sometimes I have my laptop um, and I'm, you know, sitting where I probably shouldn't be, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like sitting in bed, leaning over it, which, which I know is the worst. And my husband yells at me when I do it. Pain in the bottom of your feet and pain up here, although they might feel similar, generally are from different processes. So I'll kind of talk about that, okay? So a lot of Americans have got this new pain, either, you know, at post-COVID or since they've been working from home because they were at an office, they had a different setup, now they're at home and they are working either from the couch, they're at a, a, you know, like a dining room table, they're sitting on the floor, they have a different setup and they're just trying to work and do things normally. And it's comfortable for them at the time, but what they're, what's happening is their posture is now changed day after day, hour after hour. 
amongst other things. Now, maybe they're not working out like they used to also because either they were sick or they're afraid to go to the gym or whatever it might be, okay? So you're talking about a lot of different factors that have changed in a short period of time and are going to lead to a lot of different pain symptoms, okay? So I'm going to – here's my little friend, my model here, okay? So if your head is right over your shoulders – so if my head is right over my shoulders, it's about eight to 10 pounds. Okay. Have you heard this before or no? Okay. So if my head's eight to 10 pounds for every inch, it comes forward. So picture me at my, at my, at my desk or on my couch for every inch it goes forward. It adds about 10, 15 pounds. So most people, when they're texting, when they're on their computer, their head is about 50 to 60 pounds now, okay? Wow. So I'm a 240-pound male, okay? In general, females are going to be a little more petite, so I deal with this problem more with them. And the reason is because take a 120-pound person, their head weighs 50 pounds. That's like half of their body weight almost that they're supporting for hours of the day, day after day. So if, if you've been bowling, right, Kath? Imagine you holding a bowling ball like this. It's not that bad. You could do that. But if I hold a bowling ball in front of my body, hours of the time, your arm, your shoulder is going to be burning. It's going to be sore. It's going to be killing you. Like, you wouldn't do that every day, right? So what I'm trying to explain is that if you don't correct your posture, like if you don't sit with a pillow behind you in your chair, pull your seat underneath your desk and you're sitting upright, you're going to, that's at least contributing to that burning feeling that you're having, that neurogenic pain that you have. Now, part two to that is, do you have a lacrosse ball at home? Do you stretch? Are those any things that you use ever? I do have a lacrosse ball and I do I do try to stretch. I, I mean, they sent me to physical therapy. So <laughs> whether I always do, you know, really hearing that 166 hours of the week versus the two um, or one that I spend at the office um, kind of hit home. Look at your desk set up at home when you're on a computer. Okay. And have your computer directly in front of you. Okay. Don't sit on the couch. Don't sit on the floor anymore with your, your, you know, your laptop, I know it's super convenient, or maybe you want to watch TV at the same time or whatever is happening, right? Um, but what's occurring is you, this, this postural change is going to severely um, exacerbate your already existing problems, okay? So just by making that one change, now your head, the weight of your head is much less. Now with the phone, same idea. So when I text... I tell my patients, basically, you're trying to text as as, nor- as nerdy as possible, okay? It's going to look like you're taking pictures of people in public. They're going to think you're, you're strange. <laughs> but at least, at least your head is going to be upright. Now, for all my people that do shopping at like, you know, 11, 12 at night on their pillow, the same thing applies. You know, I'm scrolling through Amazon. I'm on Instagram, whatever that is. It's the same thing. So turn to your side on your pillow and do it that way. Or, or just, you know, leave the, the phone off and go to sleep. <laughs> but all those things, um, 
basically pile up, Kathy, if that makes sense. It does. Thanks so much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right. Thank you, Kathy. So our next question is going to come from Patricia McDonald. Patricia, what's your question? So my question is, I am... Uh... In, I have chronic pain. I was diagnosed with a connective tissue disorder this year. And obviously, well, if you, if you don't know what Ehlers-Danlos is, it's a connective tissue disorder and it's hereditary. I've had it yeah. all my life. And for some, some reason, something triggered in my body this past maybe two or three years where now I'm in chronic pain and it's really debilitating. It's hard to move. I'm actually sometimes... 95% of my day in a wheelchair and I've been doing your workouts Sean for so long and had to stop doing them because it hurts my body more so I I heard the doctor say you know you need to move when you're in pain and um, that's hard for me to do and I I was in the fittest of my life three years ago and now I'm not and so how do you when you are in chronic pain move because it's it's hard for me where I live to even find a doctor that can recognize what I have first of all so that makes it even more difficult but I I don't know safe ways to really move my body without hurting myself even more as far as your chronic pain what what hurts you the most well, I've really deteriorated over the past 11 months. It started in my SI joint area um, and then uh, went to my feet. And now I'm like, my ribs will pop out, elbows pop out. I have instability in my neck. I hurt everywhere all the time. Migraines, I get pain in the back so, of my skull. But the majority of my constant pain is in my SI area and the bottom of my feet. Yeah, I've treated people with your condition before. It's pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the way that I would explain it is if you came into my office or I'm talking to you, you know, from teleconference or something, is that you have to regress it to a, a, a state where you can, you can move, but there's no aggravation. Mm-hmm. So from what it sounds like, it seems like most everything is aggravated yes. to you. Yes. Okay. So isometrics is a key word that I always use with patients when they're either in such severe pain, acute pain, or such severe chronic mm-hmm. pain. Do you know what right. I mean by isometrics? Uh, is that where, you, okay. where you're so, holding? Is that where you hold it still? <clears throat> yeah. So the best way to think about it is isotonic 
think about a person has like a gin and tonic and they're kind of moving and you know, they're, they're, they're uh, fluid. Those are like most dynamic exercises, curls, squats, mm-hmm. lunges, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isometric is basically like you are pushing against a wall. You're doing a pelvic tilt. You're doing a wall squat. You are um, holding a, a, a position. Your muscle isn't shortening or lengthening. It's just holding a position. Does that yes. make sense yes. to you? So for instance, you have SI joint pain. So one of my favorite things to do for SI joint pain are pelvic tilts, which I'm sure you've yes. done in your lifetime. Yes. And, and basically you're trying to activate your transverse abdominis and your other core muscles, your internal, external, oblique, your multifidus, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is literally the baseline. It's the, the bricks that you're going to lay this foundation of exercise on. Okay. And what you can add to that is you can do some adduction. So if you take a ball and put it between your legs and you squeeze that ball where you take a band and you do some abduction while you do your, um, your uh, pelvic tilts and you hold it for five, 10 seconds. I'm not saying like two seconds or one second. You're I'd rather you do like five of 10 second holds than 10, one second holds or something like that. Does that make sense? So start there and then you can do, and then you turn on your side and you try clams. Okay. I'm sure you've done those in your, in your, in your lifetime. Right. And again, hold that movement for five, 10, 15, you know, seconds. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're basically, you're trying to limit the amount of reps. It's more just um, a hold of support. You're trying to activate the muscles in a positive way around the joint, but still facilitate joint motion, joint mobility and joint stability in that area. And what I would do is I would do that for every other day for two weeks, let's Mm -hmm. say, okay. Where you can tolerate it and you're, you're moving forward. And then if that goes okay, then you try some, you know, bird dogs, but you're just doing extensions and you're doing it slow if that goes okay, then I'll try a wall sit. So basically I'm standing, I'm only going to go to like 40 degrees or 30 degrees. And I try a wall sit for five, 10 seconds. I guess the best answer I have for you is that you're going to have, you have to start somewhere because it, it sounds like you're very young. Okay. You have a long life to live. You can't live your life in a way where you <clears throat> are completely incapacitated or you keep regressing because, um, for fear of aggravating. I mean, you're absolutely right to feel that way, but at the same time you have a long life to live and we got to get you Mm -hmm. moving. So I would take exercises at the most basic level and just use isometrics again. And once you can tolerate it, then I would progress more. Now, another thing that I would try is, is dietary changes. I'm sure you've tried that as well. You know, um there's something i talked to alex about which is you know an anti-inflammatory diet um we can talk about that another time but you know removing grains and removing certain oils from your from your diet um or grain-fed meats and those types of things gluten of course those are things that can make big changes 
So that, that would be my suggestion. I know obviously that sounds kind of vague, but it's, it's difficult without knowing more of right, the history. Right. right. I appreciate it. Patricia, thank you so much for joining. Obviously I wish you the best recovery because we're going to think positive and you are going to recover. I definitely want to check on you to make sure you're doing at least some of these exercises. And then I'm sure Dr. Z would um, also want you to, to see someone on a daily yeah. basis if you are not yeah. already. So um, yeah, if, if, if you ever want to reach out, you can, you can always shoot me a, a DM on my Instagram. I have no problem trying to help okay. you do that. You. Thank okay? you. Dr. Z, thank you so much for your time. I do want everybody to know um, that Elite Therapy and Wellness of the Palm Beaches come through. That's where you are. Uh, how else can people get in touch with you? I know you did my Scott a little favor by, you know, doing a, a tele-session, if you will. But I definitely <laughs> want people uh, in, in your area who listen to the podcast to be able to, to find you and, you know, reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Sean. Um, Pain-Free Lifestyle is our Instagram. Um, we have a lot of free information on there. That's the whole premise behind it. We have free exercises, free stretches. We try to do keep it light. We have some joke stuff on there. <laughs> my dog, which is in the background, is on there, which is, I think, most of my patients come to see my dog and not me, or they visit my page for her anyway. But uh, Pain-Free Lifestyle is our Instagram, or our phone number is 561 320 9302. We're located in Jupiter, Florida, and um, we would love to help you in any way. Sean, I, I'm so grateful to be on. I think you're an amazing person, amazing human being. I've followed you for a very long time, so this was this was very cool. So thank you. Thank you, man. I feel the same about you, and you helped my family because i tell you one <laughs> thing. Scott definitely had a tremendous amount of pain relief and He's definitely doing better. Like he, you know, we used to have to tell him literally an hour and a half before we started working out. So he had plenty of time to prep before his prep. And now I think he's kind of ready to go before the rest of us now. So you are definitely, I mean, I know you don't want to call yourself a wizard, but I think you are. Um, you communicate to people and, and inspire them. So everyone, I think the way to trust and believe in yourself, at least per this episode is to take action um go back listen to this episode again share it with people especially the sleep part i think a lot of people underestimate the true value of not just sleep but how your body is positioned when you are sleeping um it definitely was eye-opening for me dr z Thank you so much for joining. Everyone, continue to trust and believe in who you are. Leave a review and join me on the next episode.